0: And so instead of forcing myself to love my body, I recognized there were certain parts that I didn't love and that was okay. And I think that's a big part of it is that we don't give ourselves permission to not like certain parts of our body because it's all about love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Well, one thing is loving yourself. Another thing is loving your body. I think they're two separate things because you can love yourself and take loving actions toward your body, but it doesn't mean you have to love your body 24-7 or that you have to force yourself to love your body. It also doesn't mean that I hate myself or that I hate my body. It just is. You know, instead of viewing and feeding negative energy to the body parts that I didn't love, or, 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 or yeah, that I didn't love, sorry, or forcing myself to love them, they're just there. They're not good. They're not bad. They're just parts of my skin, and that is it. Welcome to the Free Yourself and Body Prison podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer O'Neill. This is a safe space for us to talk about all things body image, weight loss, binge emotional eating, exercise, and finding the balanced middle ground between diet culture and anti-diet culture. I am so excited for you to be here. Let's get started with today's show. Hello, what's up everybody, I am back with another podcast episode and today I will be talking about getting quote unquote summer body ready. I am sure that you have seen advertisements, maybe not just this year, but over the years talking about get your summer body ready and make sure that your summer body is ready so you can you know, show up on the beach looking quote unquote perfect and there's all this pressure to look a certain way for summer and people think that they can't show up on the beach in a bathing suit. They think they have to cover themselves up. They think they have to have this perfect body in order to be worthy of going on the beach. And I am here to say, fuck that. So I recently did a masterclass on this in my Facebook group, and I wanted to share a little bit more about what I taught. So I'm sure many of you have felt the need to get summer body ready, or you might be ashamed or embarrassed because of the way that you look or worried about what other people will think of you. And the other thing I wanted to add is sometimes some of us have body goals. I know I have body goals, but you might feel like you can't work towards them because if you do, you'll be judged for wanting to look good for summer, which I know kind of sounds like it contradicts what I'm saying. But basically my whole philosophy, philosophy, especially if you've been listening to me for a while, is that you are allowed to look and feel good and feel your best But don't do it in a way where you're compromising your health and you're compromising your sanity and you're doing it in a way where you're starving yourself and depriving yourself and making yourself miserable because that just isn't worth it. It's all about looking good and feeling good and feeling your best for life. So for example, I am going to Mexico at the end of June and I am going to do my best to show up as the best version of myself for my workouts in the way that I eat, but it's also remembering that I can carry this on for life. And it's not that I haven't been carrying it on for life. I know what I need to do. And I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, like actually in the last podcast episode about how I want to show up for myself differently and show up in a better way. And it's all about consistency over time and showing up as you can as the best version of yourself. So I'm going to Mexico at the end of June and what I shared with my masterclass and in the masterclass image that I used, I'm wearing a bikini and, you know, I, the way that I look in the bikini is the way that I am right now at, at the weight that I am right now. And the way, you know, how my body looks and I'll be fine if I go to Mexico and I look the way that I look in that bikini, it's totally fine. But if I can do what I want to do to feel and look better, then there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm not going to sacrifice my sanity. I'm going to do what I know feels right for my body, but not in a way where I'm going to drive myself insane. It's going to be sustainable and long-term. So my message is if you want to feel better and look better, not for summer, but you know, before summer starts or anything like that, I don't see it as a problem as long as you're doing it from a place of self-love and knowing that you're going to continue with it beyond summer so that it's your body for life and not just for a season. So. This whole concept of getting summer body ready comes from diet culture, and I'm sure I talked about it in a podcast episode. I think I should have a whole podcast episode about that, but you know, it's a concept that was, you know, the whole getting summer body ready was introduced by diet culture and it's been ingrained in our society with this belief that we should have quote unquote perfect bodies before we can fully enjoy ourselves and go to the beach, the pool, whatever it may be. And that's just simply not true. If you have a body, you deserve to go to the beach, however it looks. It doesn't matter. No matter what I do, I am always going to have a curvy body and have, you know, my little stomach rolls and stuff. And that's totally okay. And I didn't feel comfortable wearing a bikini up until three years ago. And I had told myself this story that I could never wear a bikini because I didn't have a flat stomach and I needed to look a certain way before I was allowed to wear a bikini. And then I realized, like, screw that. Like, why am I telling myself this story? Why am I adopting this view that society has that only women who are thin and have flat stomachs can wear bikinis? Like, if they're going to make them for plus-size girls, then you better bet that I'm going to order one. So I, I ordered one for a retreat that I went on. And then I am I recently ordered a few more just because I haven't had the chance, you know, to go anywhere. And I'm so glad that they're making things that are for plus-size women and aren't for people of a certain body type, or a certain frame. But the other thing is, is I've gotten to a place with my body where I feel confident enough and comfortable enough to show on, up on the beach wearing something like that. And there was a point in my life where I didn't feel like that. There was a point in my life where I felt ashamed and embarrassed and not good enough. So I just want to say, if that's where you are, there's nothing bad or wrong with that. I think sometimes in this, you know, this messaging that we see Around self-love it's like well fuck diets and just wear whatever you want and there's no in between in terms of teaching people how to get to a better mental space around their bodies it's just like well idolize your body and love your body 24 7 and just love your rolls and love your stretch marks and love this and love that love your cellulite love your thick thighs and you know what i'll be the first one to tell you that i don't love every single thing about my body i don't love you know, my stomach rolls. I don't care for my cellulite. I don't mean it's whatever to me. I don't care about my stretch marks. I don't pay them any attention, but I'm not standing in front of a mirror and going, oh my gosh, I love them so much, because that would be a lie. And that's just something that I can't promote. It's something that I can't stand behind. So I'm going to get into that a little bit later in the podcast episode, but I wanted to jump back to diet culture. And for those of you that don't know, it basically promotes this idea that being thin is where you're going to be happy, that looking looking a certain way is what you need to attain in your life, that you have to follow strict diets in order to be happy with your weight and your body. And it basically has this belief that anyone who isn't thin isn't healthy, which is completely untrue. There are thin people who are extremely unhealthy, and there are people who are quote-unquote overweight who are very healthy and can crush it in a class or in a workout. Or running or whatever it may be. So size has zero to do with how healthy someone is. Um, and then like, I'm sure you've seen advertisements for skinny detox teas or losing a certain amount of weight in a very short amount of time. So this is what I'm saying is like, if you want to feel better for summer, totally okay, but don't do it in a way where it's like, you're going to lose 10 pounds in 30 days because that's just not realistic or sustainable. And you're probably going to be miserable. So part of diet culture involves like cutting out entire food groups, you know saying that you need to burn off any bad foods quote-unquote that you eat and basically making you feel like a failure because you keep yo-yo dieting and trying to be quote-unquote perfect with the way that you eat and then thinking you quote-unquote messed up when you eat something bad again in quotes and you decide to start over again on Monday and then the cycle repeats over and over and over again and so I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way and that you know, you can choose to feel comfortable in your skin and show up as your best self no matter what season it is. And I think sometimes also there's a problem we start to believe that the only way that we'll feel confident is if we're smaller. And that's not necessarily true either because I have been at my smallest size and I thought that I was huge. I had this severe body dysmorphia. Again, nothing wrong if like someone is bigger. I'm, have said a million times, naturally bigger, but, um, I just look at pictures of myself and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, why did I think this, this, this about myself? Like, why was I so uncomfortable with myself and still hating myself still wasn't thin enough, still wasn't good enough. And now I weigh a lot more than I weighed back then. And I can tell you, I am way more confident than I was when I weighed like 40, 30 to 40 pounds less than I do now. And that goes to show you that confidence isn't in the way your body looks, it is a state of mind. And no, you don't have to love your body 24-7. So I want to dive a little bit into how I started to shift my mindset around my body so that I could feel comfortable to wear something like a bikini and just not care what people think. So I never blamed diet culture for everything. I feel like there's a lot of this you know, anti-diet culture movement that's like blame everything on diet culture. And although I think it's good to be aware of it, I think it's good to also take personal responsibility for our journeys and what we call into our life experience. So, so many things I did to apply. So this is more like a general overview. I do have a course coming on body image where I dive deeper into all of these topics and getting really honest with ourselves and our relationships with our bodies. But I had to recognize that I needed to stop being at war with myself And I also realized that I didn't really fit into the body positive movement, which I was mentioning earlier, which is like love yourself 24-7 and love everything about you, and you need to like idolize your body. I just couldn't resonate with that. And so I became in line with something called body neutrality. And here's the thing: I learned about body neutrality before it became like a popular term. I don't'm sure if it's still popular, if it's just like starting to become um more mainstream, but I just I, so I believe in like divine downloads and getting divine guidance. And the, the thought process that came to me around body neutrality is like how I I began to view my body neutrally is the best way that I can describe it. So in order to start healing and to, to shift my awareness of my body, I started to recognize like my body isn't good or bad. It just is. What if I stopped attaching meaning to the thoughts that I'm having around my body And I really started to become the non-judgmental witness of my thoughts. And I began to question the thoughts that told me that I was unworthy, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't thin enough, that, you know, my worth came from being smaller or being thinner. And I started to recognize that these thoughts were not my true thoughts. And where they really stem from is our ego mind. And it's not the truth of who we really are. They're not coming from our highest self because our highest self knows and understands that we would never identify ourselves as thinking we're less than perfect. And by perfect, I don't mean perfect in the bodies, but perfect in terms of like being the divine spark as we were created by our creator, however you want to view that. I'm not religious whatsoever. This is more about recognizing like your soul, your true essence is, is perfect. It's not a body. So that was the other thing is I disassociated myself from this idea that the body was my identity. And that's why I can't align myself with the body positive movement either, because it's all about like the body, like it's all about the body, the body, the body. And it's like, well, what if we disassociate ourselves from the body and stopped making it mean something and kind of took a step back and recognize like, I am a soul having a human experience. And this body, this vessel is what carries me around, but I don't have to make the parts of my body mean anything. And I know that sounds like kind of simplistic and, you know, especially if you're struggling with body image hardcore, I understand. I used to struggle so much. I used to hate the fat that I had on my body and hate myself for it and just allow myself to feel disgusting. And I'm not saying if someone is overweight, they're disgusting. This is how my experience and how I was feeling and how I chose to interpret what I was feeling. And so we're always interpreting, not always, but most of the time we're interpreting what we're thinking through our ego lens mind. And by shifting my thoughts and becoming aware of those thoughts, I was like, wait, what if there's a different way of looking at this? And so that's how I began to non-judgmentally witness like what was happening. It's almost like I stepped outside of myself and I'm like, oh, what's really going on here? Like, what what are these thoughts that I'm having? Are they really true? And how can I shift to a higher, better thought instead of these horrible thoughts that I'm thinking about myself? So the next time you're having a negative body image day, like, be willing to stop and really look at those thoughts that are popping up and addressing them directly because I don't believe in avoiding them. I don't believe in covering them up with like, oh, well, I just love myself because that's like burying the the thought, the negative thought further because you're not acknowledging that it exists and allowing it to come up and for you to really look at it and see like, well, that's not really true. And then shifting to a better feeling thought. I hope this is making sense. But I also stopped becoming the victim of my body and I chose to feel empowered instead. And so you know ask yourself would you ever talk to a friend the way that you talk to yourself like would you victimize your friend's body the way that you victimize your body because ultimately you aren't the victim of your body but so many of us many of us choose to believe that we are and I also stopped you know chasing my happiness and validation in a body or in a way that my body looked I was like no This isn't going to be my story. This isn't going to be the way that I allow my body to be defined. I'm going to choose to view my body differently and to see it from a different perspective because these thoughts that I'm choosing aren't the truth. So how can I choose a better feeling way? And, you know, the other thing that I remembered, and I was saying this earlier, is like, Just because I have a body doesn't mean my true essence is a body. And disassociating yourself from that image that you see in the mirror. And, you know, being able to look at my stretch marks and my rolls and my thick thighs and all of those things. And I'm just like, okay, they're just there. They're just there. And so instead of forcing myself to love my body, I recognize there were certain parts that I didn't love and that was okay. And I think that's a big part of it is that we don't give ourselves permission to, not like certain parts of our body because it's all about love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Well, one thing is loving yourself. Another thing is loving your body. I think they're two separate things because you can love yourself and take loving actions toward your body, but it doesn't mean you have to love your body 24-7 or that you have to force yourself to love your body. It also doesn't mean that I hate myself or that I hate my body. It just is. You know, instead of viewing and feeding negative energy to the body parts that I didn't love or, 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 yeah, that I didn't love, sorry, or forcing myself to love them. They're just there. They're not good. They're not bad. They're just parts of my skin. And that is it. And this didn't happen overnight. It became a practice that I, I started to do to recognize, you know, when I was having misaligned thoughts that were taking away from my true peace, because that's ultimately what's happening. These thoughts are taking away from our true peace And they're ultimately what are making us feel bad about our bodies. And I think it's important to recognize like we can't blame other people for making us feel bad about our bodies because you have control over your thoughts. Nobody else has control over your thoughts. So if you think someone's making you feel bad, I think it's an opportunity for you to look at what it is that they're sharing that's triggering you and what it is that's really bothering you. And I see a lot about like, you know, you shouldn't share before and after pictures because That means that that person is saying that before they were miserable when they were more overweight and now they're happy when they're thinner. And that is so not true, like at all, especially if you've ever struggled with your weight, you know what it feels like. Like I am confident right now in my body and if in my body size, And if I were to drop 20 pounds and I took an after picture, I would still be confident in my body because I've learned how to apply the mindset shifts to help me be confident no matter what size I am. I'm not saying that I'm miserable in the body before and that I'm so much happier in the body after. Like nobody's saying that, that's somebody's interpretation of what a before and after picture means and their own life experiences around their body and eating disorders or whatever it is that they've gone through in their life. So if making healthy changes and you lose weight along the process helps you on your journey, then why would you not celebrate that? That is my stance on those things. I also learned how to heal from within, right? So it doesn't matter what happens outside of me. By healing from within, then I could start to, to recognize like, hey, I can take better care of myself. And it is a form of self-love to want to take better care of yourself, to want to work out in a healthy manner, to want to eat in a healthy manner, to want to treat yourself with kindness and respect are forms of self-love. And as I've talked about before, are there moments that I quote unquote follow track? Yes. And that's those are the moments where I'm like, oh shoot, like I'm falling back into my old habits and my old mindset and how can I choose to show up better for myself? So it's all about shifting. It's not about staying stuck in the negativity or in the place where you know, you're know you beat yourself up or you overeat to the point of like binging and just feeling miserable in your body because that's another form of self-punishment you know and it's remembering like I have a body I have a body but it isn't who I am it's not my true essence like I always remember that and all of this helped me on my journey towards body neutrality and everything I do starts to align from a place of self-love instead of self-hate and my behaviors are an extension of that perception of myself so remembering that the perception of your body ultimately comes down to you it's not anything outside of you i don't allow the way my body looks to dictate how i feel about myself and i'm at my second highest weight now actually in that bikini picture that i posted um if you go to my instagram page you can see it but here's something to recognize you're also allowed to sit in the discomfort of your body i had a moment actually at soul cycle the other day where I just felt physically uncomfortable. And I was just like, what is going on? Like I teach about body image. I just did a class about this and I feel uncomfortable. But here's the thing, just because I teach about it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. It doesn't mean that those moments still don't come up. It doesn't mean that I'm obsessing about my body. I was just like, oh, like I'm feeling discomfort. I can feel negative thoughts popping up. Like that's interesting. And And something even better happened, I would say, like during the class was, I was feeling the discomfort and I was, you know, shifting my thoughts. And then I just caught super lost in the music and just having fun and doing the best that I could because I was riding indoors with a mask on. And I noticed partway through the class, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even feel that discomfort anymore. Like I had to allow myself to come home to myself and to feel good enough in my body and to just to feel like, I guess I just relaxed and just felt with one with the music and everything that was happening that I was no longer feeling that discomfort. I was no longer feeling these feelings of like, ugh, I just feel like gross. And like, I don't know what's going on. Um, So I acknowledged the feelings and I was aware of them, but I didn't allow them to take away from my power and how I really choose to view myself ultimately. And that's where confidence comes from. It's like, are we giving power to the ego's voice, to those negative thoughts, or are we shifting them towards a higher thinking, better thought? And I know you might be like, well, Jennifer, it's easy for you to say, yeah, it took me years and years and years of practice. And before you think like, oh my gosh, it took you years and years, like the time is going to pass anyway. That's what I always tell people. The time is going to pass anyway. Wouldn't you be better off choosing to align your thoughts in a more beautiful way where you talk to yourself in an empowering way instead of beating yourself up all day long and think of all the energy that it takes to beat yourself up all day long versus choosing to tell yourself more loving beautiful things i'm not saying that this is like you know i hear the term toxic positivity that's not what i'm saying at all i'm saying you recognize the discomfort you allow yourself to feel it like i did in soul cycle And then you move past it. And that's how you can start to accept the bodies that you have now. And then as we start to accept our bodies for what they are, you start to feel confident. You start to radiate peace. You start to feel comfortable as yourself. And that's when we can begin to learn to love them. Once we shift all of those things, then we can be in a place where we're like, oh, like I can have true self-love and compassion for myself and my body. You're not forcing yourself to love on top of something that you don't truly love when you're having hateful thoughts about yourself. So that is what I wanted to share. Oh, and actually one final thing. Um, like I was saying at the beginning, it's okay to reject diet culture concepts, but you can look and feel better, but you just can't expect results overnight. And a healthy, sustainable lifestyle definitely takes work, commitment, dedication, and changing self-harming and self-sabotaging thoughts. But, you know, as you go into your week or your month or whatever it is that you're doing, Ask yourself, how can you begin to perceive your body and your relationship with food and exercise differently? Like, are you expecting results overnight? Are you expecting results right away? Or are you willing to have patience with yourself? You know, and let's remember anything that we choose to perceive, anything that we choose to accomplish in this life, like it all happens from our perception. Like, how are we choosing to perceive what's happening in any given moment? Once you start becoming aware of diet culture, you can call it out, but you also don't have to give all your power away to it. You can start to take ownership for your own journey and know that doing what works best for you is what's most important. Not the noise that says you have to be anti-diet culture 24-7 and the only way to do that is to forget all your body goals and what you desire to attain in your journey and it also doesn't mean that you have to like adopt the all-or-nothing mindset in order to get to where you desire to be. It's all about showing up for yourself in the best ways you know how and trusting your journey, however that looks for you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Remember you are worthy no matter what size you are. I wish you all the best in your health and wellness goals. Trust it, what it is that you are being led to do. Trust your way. Don't listen to all the noise that's happening. And if you are interested in working with me one-on-one or in my body image course you can reach out to me at luminous wellness with jennifer on instagram and i hope that you are having a wonderful day wherever you are and that this podcast episode has served you If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, we would love for you to leave a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you may be listening to this podcast. You can reach out to me at Luminous Wellness with Jennifer on Instagram. I also have a website. I don't use it as much, but you are more than welcome to check out my website. And you can also message me. Um, I know Apple likes to see reviews and the more reviews that people leave the more people are likely to see the podcast so if you feel inclined and you want to leave a review or you want to leave a comment I would love for you to do that and I will talk to you guys soon